What's up, Difference Maker? Welcome back to the Difference Maker podcast with your hosts, Matt and Chris Calderoni, which is powered by Molotium. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune into this week's episode. So we're going to be covering this week the morning and nighttime routines that we feel most athletes are missing. We really wanted to go in on just making sure that you've got all your bases covered. Now, it doesn't matter if you're a business professional tuning in who's watching this episode. You will get the same value. You will be able to, to apply the same things. But we really wanted to take the time to make sure that you're not missing anything in your mornings or nights because you're going to realize as you listen to this episode, there's a lot of different things that tune your subconscious mind that you you need to take control over or the external world will condition you to believe into. So with that being said, before we dive into anything, please, we're bringing you guys secrets. We're bringing you guys the best content possible. We really take a lot of time with this podcast. If you'd be so kind, please like subscribe, click the notification bell. If you're tuning in on YouTube, if you're tuning in on Apple podcasts or Spotify, leave us a star rating, leave us a review. It helps us grow. And all we're looking to do right now is grow this channel. We don't do any paid advertising behind this or anything. We literally give away the secrets for free. So with that being said, enjoy this episode and we'll see you on the other side. What's up, Difference Makers? So in this episode, we want to go into the morning and nighttime routine that we feel most athletes are missing because this is something that's a really, really big topic that I feel like there's a lot of information out there about it. And we wanted to kind of cut through the noise and just help you out with understanding what this morning and nighttime routine or what we call a system has to look like for athletes and to make sure that you're not missing anything of it from yourself. Yeah. And also shed the importance on it. Like, yeah, you know, it's a lot of people kind of take it lackadaisical with it, uh, whether it be nighttime or your morning. And um, this is definitely a way for you to just take get advantage over yeah. uh, of quite a few people. So um, if you're in that area, this is the time to to do it. Yep. So before even getting into that and what the exact routine is in system, we want to share like why this is important and why you should be applying it because without reason and context, doesn't matter how old you are as an athlete, you should be having a solid nighttime and morning system or a routine behind your, your day to day. Okay. So first and foremost, what you have to understand the way you go to sleep and the way that you wake up in the morning has everything to do with how your day is going to go. I feel like a lot of times people are just too focused on like dominate your mornings and the rest of your day will take care of itself. It's like, well, to be completely honest with you, it actually starts the night before. And the night before, and the reason it's so important is because the night and how you go to sleep impacts your state or the mental state that you're going to be in the next day. And the way that you wake up and take control over that state is going to impact how you take action on things throughout the day. So if you look at some top athletes, there a lot of athletes are ritualistic or sacred about their mornings and their nights. The reason that they are is because they know that the way they go to sleep is going to impact the things that they take in before they go to bed or the things that they take in as soon as they wake up, and that's going to impact their mood or their mental state. So you got to think of something for a second. If you're an athlete who's really trying to be at your absolute best, it's important for you to take control of that state on a daily basis, or you will be compromising results. I've seen it myself as an athlete. I remember when I used to play, I didn't really have anything that was consistent behind how I went to sleep. I kind of just slept when I slept and woke up when I woke up and I felt crap a lot of the times. Yeah. You right? can't just, you can't power through weak sleeps. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's hard to eventually, you know, it's going to catch up with you. Maybe the first few days it's like, yeah, I'm just running off adrenaline, but damn, you really feel it. Even if, um, if you're someone, I think that's going through an injury right now as well. Yeah. Um, this is a great time to not only work on it, but it's going to benefit you in the long run with the, with the recovery process. Right. Yeah. So that, and also student athletes, yeah. I would say, 
uh, getting all that together. Is a big struggle. Yeah, it's tough, man. Like even some guys that I'm working with now that are in um, in university and college classes, it's it's you're balancing your sport, you're balancing your school, you're yeah. doing everything with that, and it's if you don't have that nighttime shut off or that morning get up and go it's very very difficult to plan out your day yeah and the, and obviously the most obvious one for you know for for sleep is the rest and recovery cycle but the more less obvious one or i should say the less obvious one is how it impacts your brain subconsciously and the way that you feel so i was saying this when we were speaking the other week at a um a big workshop event that we were doing for a business not athletes but it, it pertains and we were saying, like we were talking about it, you have to realize everything that's going on around you is there to make you think and feel certain ways. It's advertising, right? So anytime you walk outside, there are things that are placed there to make you feel a certain way. If you go into your team locker room or dressing room, I'm assuming that your coach, I'm hoping that your coach has certain things there to make you feel a certain way. The whole point is though, you need to take control of your subconscious or your state or the external environment is going to dictate how you feel. And let me tell you, from the research that's done, the external world is far more negative than it is positive. Mm -hmm. Right? So the less obvious one being the subconscious part, we're actually going to go in on the less obvious part. Now, let's talk about this. Here's why, first and foremost, you need regular sleep and wake times as athletes, meaning you need to go to bed consistently at a time as an athlete, and you need to wake up at a consist consistent time as an athlete. It impacts something called your circadian rhythm. Okay, so your circadian rhythm is just your body's natural way of, you know, functioning and going through the day and so on. And the truth is this, your circadian rhythm can get thrown out of balance based on how drastic your sleep and wake times are. And when you have this happen to you, you'll notice it. There are times that you feel great certain days and horrible other days, and you're in a great mindset some days and a poor mindset other days. Having a regular sleep and wake time, though, each night where you're sleeping and you're sitting down for at least seven hours or more, consult your you know physician, professional, whomever, for how much you need. But you need to have these regular times. So the very first thing that we do, the very first thing missing from your sleep and wake times, or I should say your morning and nighttime systems, you need a consistent sleep and wake time. This is point number one. And just a suggestion on that, if anyone is interested in learning more about that, uh, one book that I read is Why We Sleep. Mm. Um, not sponsored or anything, but it's it's really interesting in... It looks in ways of why we sleep, how we sleep, and it touches on the circadian rhythm. And we, you know, some people only think it's um, when you wake up and when you go to bed, but it's actually, a, or from what they found, is it's a full day's pattern. Yeah. And impacts everything. How, from how you, um, when you interact with people to when you eat at certain times, it's actually a full day. If you're interested in it, I would check out why we sleep maybe we can yeah i don't know link, link it, it below it's it's very interesting then author's name is escaping me right now but i'll uh, put it below for you guys beautiful so looking at that and going with it step number one you need a regular sleep and wake time minimum seven hours maximum nine don't oversleep that's not a good thing as well if you want you're like me again not sponsored i use that app called rise it's drastically helped me a lot it's i used to be somebody who's getting away with six hours of sleep but I really needed to readjust that once I realized how much I actually need. So sleep and wake times, regular ones, that's the first thing that your morning and night system is missing. 
Now, there's like a subcategory here. We're gonna specifically focus on the morning power systems first, and we're gonna give you the three best practices that we find for your morning power system. First reason being though, why you need a morning power system, there's something called priming psychology. Have you ever heard of that? Priming psychology? Priming psychology? No. So priming means, you know, you're coming into a place where you're just, you're, you're kind of conditioning something to feel a certain way, mm -hmm. right? So there's always this classic study that was done. Um, I actually pulled it up to make sure I don't botch it in any way. But this was something that I learned when I originally got into priming psychology. And what happened was that researchers divided up a group of people. And what they did was they wanted to see if some kind of physical stimulus could actually change their perception of somebody's personality. So what they did was they had two cups of coffee. Okay, one cup was hot or warm. The other cup was cold. And they made people first come in and hold the cold cup of coffee for about 20 seconds. Then what they did was, right, and it was random. So it would be like they saw somebody in the elevator and they would pretend they have to go like tie their shoe and they'd be like, hey, can you hold this cup of coffee for a second? It'd be a cold cup of coffee. And they got them to hold it for about 20 seconds. Then they had them fill out a questionnaire later on. That they, so this was when they were on the way to the study. Right. And the study was to have them fill out this questionnaire. And once they got to that, study where they had to fill out the survey on the person after holding the cup of coffee, those that held the iced coffee rated the person as much more cold, like mm. a colder person and was interpersonal and so on, versus those who held the hot cup of coffee actually rated the person as much warmer. Hmm. So the funny part, and not on themselves, on the person that they interacted with. So what the study said was, hey, that person you ran into on the way up here, how would you have rated their personality? So it was the same thing. They both gave them the cup of coffee, had them tie a shoe or whatever. The ones that held the cold cup, the, and the person didn't say anything to them, right? The one that held the cold cup interpreted that person more as a cold interpersonal person versus the ones who held the warm cup interpreted that person as warm and easier going and so on. Why does this matter? Priming and the way that you decide to start your day has a lot to do, like just with this cup of coffee, what you start seeing immediately can drastically impact how you start handling situations. Interesting. Right? So this is what's crazy, and this is a lot of times when we look at athletes and why it's so important, you gotta think. If you're somebody who's trying to be a highly competitive athlete, you're trying to crush it in your sport, you're trying to be one of the best, and you're letting external things influence you throughout the day and how you're starting to see things, that then becomes a problem for how the, you know, for example, the patience you're gonna have behind yourself in a situation. Um, how open you're going to be with people when you're speaking with them, the vulnerability, the state that you're in. You must take control over your state in the mornings as soon as you wake up. Interesting. Very interesting. I think I have heard of that study. I, I guess I can remember what it was for, but that's, that's interesting. Well, let's look at one of the toughest, well, not toughest, one of the biggest problems that a lot of athletes come to us with, and it's self-comparison, right? So they come to us with self-comparison issues, but the first thing they do as soon as they wake up, their alarm goes off, they roll over, they pick up their phone, and they're right away on social scrolling. Right. And right away what they're doing is, think about that for a sec. Think of how you're tuning yourself in the morning. Are you giving yourself things of power, of focus, of affirmation, of positivity, of gratitude, of optimism? No. You're going through, and it's a random world that you're now priming yourself with. And I've been guilty of this in the past. It's the only reason why I know, and I have a lot of athletes that are the same. Right? So what they're doing is they're waking up, and they're scrolling. And right away, the comparison mechanism in your brain is going off in the morning. And all of a sudden, even if things might be going great for you, you're starting to compare to others. 
So that's the first one. The second thing that's, in my opinion, one of the worst things about waking up and scrolling right away before anything or answering text messages, you're not taking a time to intentionally get focused on what you want. Right. Right. And not intentionally taking the time to focus on who you want to become. So the problem with that then lies is that you're having all these other influences who are not you, who have no care about your goals, who have no interest in your goals. They're just trying to sell you something. <laughs> right. To some degree, or even to a point where it's, it's an instant, it's an innocent, sorry, Instagram post or whatever. Yeah. You're having people who have no impact on your goals, impact your goals. And then 365 days later, you go through the cycle and it's New Year's Eve and you're sitting there. If you can tell, I've done this before. And it's like, why am I not where I want to be yet? Right. How you start your day. So there's three things you need to do to prime yourself to get yourself in a great state. First thing being, and this is point number two, if you will, you need to practice some form of meditation. We highly suggest it. Here's why. Meditation is not manifestation. We'll talk about that as point the point after this, and that's the next thing you need to do in the mornings. But meditation is a time that you just take to sit down with yourself and clear your thoughts for the morning. Manifestation is where you start focusing on the future and your goals and so on. You can do that, but that's step two for us. First things first, meditate. Now, you don't have to become like a monk. You don't have to become perfect at med uh, meditation. You do, you do need to learn, though, the basics behind it. There have been studies done with athletes who meditate compared to those who don't. They have better decision-making processes. They have better focus throughout the day. They're more calm. They're able to handle adversity better. Point is, though, all a meditation is is a time to take... It's a time to sit aside in the morning and get centered with yourself. That's all it is. So once you do your meditation and you clear your mind and you get centered... We suggest hopping into the second point, which is a manifestation meditation. This is where now you could start focusing on your goals and what you want and visualizing yourself as if you've accomplished it. I know there was a classic or not a classic, sorry, but a, a study that was out there. I think Andrew Huberman talked about it before. He's like, you can negatively visualize your goals as well. If you want to motivate yourself, you can do that at this point too. But the second step, once you meditate and clear your mind and focus yourself, you want to get into a manifestation. So all the manifestation is. You look at your goals and where you want to go, you close your eyes, and you visualize yourself already as if you've accomplished them and being there. Okay. So that's it. My point, or not point, my thing with manifestation, because I feel like, and maybe some of you that are listening or watching right now, you have the same thing as me, but that word is so bastardized. It's bastard. Beyond, yeah, it is. Beyond it like. Is. Like that full, oh, I'm just going to manifest stuff into my life. So I'm just curious, like, so this, instead of, instead of just, oh, I'm going to manifest, you know, me making money, is this just another way of just focusing on what you want to accomplish, yes. like your own selfish goal you know of what, what it you is? want to accomplish that's it. instead that's of, a, that's the key. Okay. Sorry. Just, yes. I want you all to understand who's tuning into this. This is not about, and this is why in our programs, we heavily focus on your vision. We don't focus on, you know, money or whatever. You have to understand <laughs> this is not about manifesting money. That's one of the worst things I've ever seen people do or manifesting whatever. And you just think and it happens. No, what this is, is a time to get intentionally focused on what you want. Okay. Come back to your goals. Because here's how most athletes wake up. Wake up right away you go to scroll you eat breakfast you do some crap whatever then you roll into practice or you're training for the day or a game you're not focused you don't know what you want you're letting other people tell you what to do you're not going into the direction of what you want to accomplish 
And everything goes to shit then 365 days later or the next day. Okay. Because... Sorry. The the way that we use manifestation in our programs is to get you focused on what is important to you. That's it. Okay. Because as someone like I'm a more, and you know this, Mm -hmm. and actually for a lot of the athletes that I'm working with, you guys, you know, we have conversations. I'm, I'm more on the logical side. Yep. Okay. Of things. So it can be very black and white, cut and dry. When I hear manifestation in the world, like from influencer, this, you know, a lot of everything to me, I hate it. And I think it's just stupid, maybe in the way that they do it, as opposed to kind of making it my own. Yeah. But what you're hitting on is it's taken out of context. Well, out of context, but just the way of actually practicing it. No, it's So, true. like, for me, it would be different. Like, hearing what you're saying now of just selfishly focusing on your goals, for me, it's not necessarily doing what they, they're saying to do. Like, no. you know, manifest positivity in your life. None of that. It's more of, okay, let's focus on what I have to do for the day. Yeah. And get it done. Well, or another way that I it want can be said do. is focus. Exactly. Focus on what you want. Because I think that the disconnect with a lot of that, and for people like myself, it's getting past that, um, oh, you're just like, you're just thinking it and yeah. it's going to happen. And for me, there's a disconnect there. Yeah. It's, you know what it has to be? The best way I can describe this, I heard it really well said at a, a big workshop, a virtual work, workshop I was at. You need to keep your vision like it's almost just, it's like part of your consciousness. Right. So it's like we say, like, make your decisions based on the person you want to be. That's what that's what we use it for. Now, other people have found success, I'm sure, in certain ways of manifesting to keep it to take to take the the, you know, meaning out of the word, if you will, and really extract what we're saying here. Once you clear your mind and get centered with meditating and breathing and all that good practice, you want to focus on what you want and do not let anybody else tell you what you should want throughout the day. Yeah, no, that's, that's fair. the problem. That's but th- but this is really though. See, this is why we're saying this is what your morning and night systems are missing. This is missing from a lot of athletes. A lot of athletes don't focus on the big picture of what they want, and they get thrown off, of course, by the little things that come up throughout the day. Right. You got to prime yourself. This is what I'm after. All the other stuff, I'm going to say no to. I'm one of the biggest. Look, I am one of the biggest that has a problem saying no. I say yes to so many people. And well, I used to and take on so many favors to help because I want to help and I've been conditioned that way. I've had to really take that time when I'm doing my own practice of the manifestation meditation. That for me is a time to really like focus on what I need to say no to throughout the day. Right. That's my time. Okay, fair. Right. Where it's like it's the morning power that we do with with our players or our, our performers. It's like. You need to take the time to focus on who you want to be. You have to take the time to see the finish line or you won't get there. All that resilient people do compared to other people where others quit and go sideways, they just stay focused on their goal. Even if they're holding on by like a friggin' pinky or a a toe and they're almost about to fall off the ledge, they just hold on and stay focused on it. Mm -hmm. That's all they're doing. Problem is though, if you don't take the time to focus on it daily, chances are you won't. You'll forget about your goals. Like think of it. I've done this with multiple clients of ours before where, you know, we use them a little bit of times as like a way to see what worked and what didn't. One group that we had, we specifically brought up um, their goals every single week with them. So how did it, how did it go this past week? 
How did it go? How did it go? How did it go? And we had them also making sure that they spent 10 minutes a morning focusing and reviewing their goals. That's manifesting. The other group, we let them do whatever they wanted. About 90% of them didn't do that. Mm -hmm. And by the end of week two, about 90% of them couldn't even tell us what targets they set less than two weeks ago. That's a problem. That's a really big problem for most athletes because if you look at some of the greats, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Tom Brady, Serena Williams, those people were militant about accomplishing their goals. Yeah. And well, that's why they were ultra successful. I, I was going to say, that's how it keeps you on track for yes. you know, training daily Yes, when, when you're not feeling well, like it. Well, it's also like a lot of people bastardize the word mindfulness. Yeah, that too. Right? Mindfulness. All that means is staying present on what you want. All of this comes... If, if you really cut out all the noise, all this is of the most ultra high-performing athletes in the world are professionals... They just keep the main thing, the main thing. Mm -hmm. Now you can use a tool of manifestation if you want, tool of meditation. Heck, you don't have to use any of them. You can just simply journal in the last point that we're going to go into. But you need to realize that it's a matter of staying focused on your big picture. Yeah. I was going to say the journaling is actually one of the most effective for me yeah. as, as me. Yep. Um, <clears throat> and this is why person. too, like if you can even put just to a point like a minute of these in practice, like, look, there's a really good practice before journaling of taking a minute to sit back and just center yourself before you start writing. Yeah. Cause you want to know what you're actually writing about instead right. of just putting down right. trash. Just writing crap. <laughs> and that's point number three is you need to add in journaling to your morning. Now, I also feel that journaling has been bastardized by the whole like Marcus Aurelius movement, which I love Marcus Aurelius, by the way. But the point is, you have to understand how to properly journal. Journaling is a very, so there's very structured journaling you can do, or there's very free flow. A lot of our athletes meet somewhere in the middle. So I have one player who's he's a very high performer, loves the structured times when he's feeling like energetic, but there's some days that he just needs to wake up and write a point and that's it. Well, like the whole practice of stoicism and journaling and all that stuff, okay. I understand we have his book of meditations, but take a look at what those meditations are. It's like one little word or sentence, okay. sorry. Like not everything, he was running an empire. Not everything was Positive. him just consistently, right. you know, putting into this specific thing. So not every day you need to, you know, be Logan or Jake Paul making a, <laughs> a YouTube video that's going to attract everybody. No. Like your life doesn't have to be like that no. this is just more of a daily practice and yeah one of the biggest things actually that i saw is um when you're feeling it go all in yeah on the days that you're not necessarily feeling it i mean you could still do it but it doesn't have to be forced like you're not no. you don't have to lie to yourself not it's at just all. And, you it don't, and please don't write as if somebody's gonna go see your journal after and you're writing for the masses i've i've seen that so many times where people are like well you know, this book of, of meditations. It's like, it, no. M write as if no one's going to see it. Write to yourself. The other thing too to get away from is like, check in with yourself. It's like, look, here's how simple it is. If you're someone that likes structure, follow my structure. One, I wake up, I write about three things, three things I'm grateful for because it immediately puts me into a positive state. Number two, I then write my to-do list for the day. Number three, if there's anything left over from that, which there usually is, if there's, here's one thing I will say, sorry, three, if there's anything left over, I just simply write a point of reflection for myself on the day. It could be as simple as like, hey, you really need to make sure that you're doing this today. I will be honest, a lot of times what that last point is for me after I'm grateful, after I have my to-do list, 
it's my intent for the day. Mm. So my intent will be like, I have, I might look at my schedule and see that I have 10 client calls that day. And my intent is to make sure every single call I'm impacting on that call. Right. Like that, that for me is it, it takes, I think about four minutes to do. Yeah. Right. Now on the other side, I will say when I'm pissed off and I'm really pissed off, you go to town. I really go in on that because the truth is I was talking to one of our NFL players and I was saying to him, I said, you know, cause he's a, he's very, um, emotional and he's deep into his feelings and so on, which is great. He goes, dude, like, so who's your therapist? It's like, well, I've got a couple, you know, I built such a good network that a lot of us help each other. A lot of them being coaches, a lot of them being business owners and they often coach me in these areas of my life. But I said a big one too for me is obviously my wife who I talk to a lot. But on the third side, it's my journal, right? And it's like, I don't have, I'll be honest, I could count maybe on maximum one hand where I like go all in and I'm writing about something. But there are times that I used to get very anxious over a deal or somebody not responding or whatever that I would take the time to just put a line down and get logical about it. And when I got to your point logical, like, well, you know what? So-and-so said they're traveling. They're going to be busy. Okay, makes sense. That allows me to see it on paper. Well, for me, it also allows you to critically think about something. Yeah. Like to kind of just take your time to yeah, actually to think about something where before you put it down, it's they're not a roadblock, but it's almost like a funnel Yeah, to funnel into what you actually want to think about or write about. Yep, that's the truth. So three things in the morning you have to do to prime yourself. One, meditate. It can be for as long as a minute and a half to as, as short as a minute and a half, sorry, to as long as 50 minutes if you're that kind. Headspace is a great app to help you with meditation. Um, and again, meditating is not, I heard this really good like saying on it, meditation is not like visualizing the future. Meditation is getting centered with yourself. It's clearing your thoughts. It's letting them come and flow like in and out. But use an app for this with help. Headspace is one of them. I was going to um, say it's hard. Yeah, it's very hard. Start off with very hard. The, I did one start off with six minutes. Then you get up yep. to eight. Then you get up to 10 because like you get frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> and the goal it. too, guys, just remember for meditating, it's not to be a better meditator. It's to get it, it's to clear out more of your thoughts. That's the goal of meditating. So don't make this something where it's like, I gotta be a master meditator. It's like, no, you need to know how to use this tool to keep your thoughts clear. Yeah. yeah. Hey, it's Matt Calderoni, and I just wanted to pause quickly and say thank you so much for taking the time to tune into the Difference Maker podcast. It means so much to Chris and myself because we put a lot of time into these episodes. We really try to understand what would bring you value. And of course, we want to deliver you the secrets. We believe in delivering the secrets because we feel that's what's going to be the most impactful for you. And of course, it's going to help you in your life. So with that being said, we're just asking for a small return, a small favor. It's not to sign up for a coaching program or anything like that. If you, if you want to, you totally can. But we're asking you to simply leave a review on our podcast, rate our podcast on any kind of channel that you tune into. If you're on YouTube, please make sure to subscribe to the channel. Leave a comment down below. Like the video. If you're tuning in from Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. Leave a star rating. It helps us so much. We're really just trying to grow this channel. And most importantly, we're really just asking for some value to be offered back. So with that being said, we appreciate you. Thank you for being a loyal listener to the Difference Maker podcast. And let's get back to the episode. Um, second thing, make sure you're using a manifestation meditation. So what that is, like we talked about with Chris before here too, it's just taking the time to see what you want to accomplish in your life. That's what this is. 
It's taking the time to mentally go through it, mentally practice it, mentally experience it so it motivates you and it will keep you motivated. That's the point of it. Nothing else. It can also be a way to help you see through roadblocks if you want throughout the day. I've sometimes used it where I've thought about a situation, a big tough conversation I need to have. I visualize it, but that also goes hand in hand with visualization, right? And the last part is journaling. It can be a little more freeform or it can be a little more tight. So with that, let's hop into the nighttime side now. So the nighttime reload system is what we call it here at Molotium. It's a time for you to get reloaded for the next day tomorrow. It's a time for you to calm down. It's a time for you to really make sure that you're taking a point out of your day to get into a state to have an amazing sleep. Now, the problem is this. Most people, just like in the mornings, want to run into their sleep. And what people don't realize is at the night is when your brain is in a state called theta, just before you're about to go to sleep, theta is what it's like. It's it's literally hypnotizing, right? That's the state that your brain is in when you're getting hypnotized. This happens before bed, which means that it's subconsciously tuning your brain. If it's subconsciously tuning your brain, this means that you are now getting messages hit and you're marinating it like a steak and it's going into your brain and it's going to stick with you the next day. If you've ever heard of people say like, hey, give your brain a problem at night to solve and it will, that's theta. So what we suggest at night is you need to be very specific about what you're consuming before you go to bed. Interesting. Very specific. So we've even had athletes, big, tough individuals who stopped listening to super aggressive music before bed. <laughs> Rap, right? Like certain songs. We've had athletes who have stopped watching certain shows before bed that I haven't been productive or haven't positively influenced them in any way. We've had athletes who've made it a point to do their visualizing before bed. In fact, I would say about 95% of them do their visualizations before they go to sleep, like their skill visualization or mental reps, what we call them. And that's something we'll talk about. But the reason being, it is so important that you understand what you consume before bed is going to immediately impact you the next day. Yeah. And I know for, you know, some of, some of you watching, um, yeah, like you, you enjoy watching Netflix before you go to bed. You enjoy doing certain things before you go to bed. And even when you wake up in the morning, Yeah. but if you truly want to set yourself apart from like, you could be happy with what you're doing right now, completely fine. But if you're looking for like legitimately that next step or that next level, or you're someone that's trying to make it to where you want to go like try this try the morning and nighttime what we're talking about it will change your life try it for a month and just see the results that you'll get Heck, try it for a week try it for a try, week like consistently and the thing is to chris's point we're not sitting here saying before bed you can't watch netflix mm -hmm. <laughs> what we're saying is 30 minutes before you go to sleep you need to be in reload mode that's where you need to be in a mode where you cut the crap shut off the tv shut off the stupid shows and get focused on what you want to happen for the next day. Yeah. So three things that we suggest you're going to find are very common is the morning sides. But the first one being best practices, the thing that your nighttime reload system is missing, visualizing a specific skill that you want to be better at the next day. So a big thing for our athletes or even our business professionals, before they go to sleep, they're visualizing a, sit a situation or scenario the next day they're going to be facing and succeeding at it with a specific skill. That's what they're doing. They're using our mental reps audio track, which has been linked in multiple different episodes. So we're not going to link it again. You can find it there, but they are focusing on doing this mind on this um, mental reps track before they go to sleep. It subconsciously tunes them. It gets them in a good state. A lot of our athletes fall asleep to visualizing. The reason being that is when your brain is most optimized for theta state. 
to go into it. It's usually within about five to 10 minutes before you fall asleep. If you're visualizing and then you essentially fall asleep into that, the impact it's going to have is going to be top notch. So visualization of a specific skill that you want to accomplish or conquer in a situation the next day, very important. The second thing, you need to breathe. Breathe before you go to sleep to calm your nerves. If you're anxious and you're not practicing some form of box breathing or anything else, we've linked YouTube videos before. We'll actually link one down below on one we did with breathing. You're kidding yourself. Breathing is one of the best ways to calm your nerves down, to get centered, to get focused, and to get you locked in on what you need to do. And the last part, you can go back to journaling, right? I'm, I'm not a big journaler at night. I usually just have like, I'm a very one bulleted thought at night, but it can help you clear your mind. Yeah. On the very odd occasion, I, I go off on rants if I'm really stressed and anxious, but go ahead. No, I was going to say like, yeah, it, it doesn't have to be massive things again. It could just be like one little thing of, hey, this is what I'm feeling today. Some, some nights you might not even do it. Yeah. But it's like, if you feel like you have to put it down, if it's something that's bothering you, I would say put it down. Like yes. if it's something that's bugging you, like just if, if you have an issue with a person or a coach or a boss or anything, if something was said a week before and you're still thinking about it, you probably need to go talk to that person or get it out somehow. Yeah. And that's the most important part too. It's like that it kind of acts as your therapist before you go to sleep. Right. And I suggest if it's a really big issue that's bothering you, journal like journal an hour or so before you intend to fall asleep. That way you can if you do need to go talk to somebody, you can go talk to somebody. If you do need to bounce ideas off people, you can. But the point is, don't save it to the last minute. Really make sure you go. through. Well, this. give yourself the opportunity to actually think about it yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like like give yourself it's it's like learning a skill with with uh, some of the athletes like you're not going to learn it after one practice. No. You have to spend three or four days to actually learn what that is. And right? you know what's interesting? You're actually going to find through some critical thinking, you can almost solve every potential problem. Yeah, you just need a think. little bit of of thought. Like everyone wants the, and even myself, we all want the answer to happen right away. Yep. When sometimes it takes 10, 15 minutes. Like, yep. And, and that's completely fine. It's just, well, with all these things lining up, like meditation, manifestation, journaling, it's going to force you to really slow down anyways and actually think about something. Yeah, so. but, that, but to Chris's point, like the key to high performance is really slowing down. Yeah. And, and that's it, why... And it's hard to do. <laughs> and it is hard to do. And that's why, like in our pocket coaching program, we give you habits to slow down. In our one-on-one -on -one coaching, one of the first things we do is build you a schedule together to make sure that you can fit these in so it's seamless. But... Automation becomes your best friend when you're an athlete. Yeah. It has to be, right? So let's recap and then, uh, yeah, we'll wrap it up. So number one, make sure you're having consistent sleep and wake times. That way you can wake up in the morning and you're feeling refreshed. Your circadian rhythm is on point. Number two, in your mornings, make sure that number one, you're meditating to clear your mind. Number two, you're practicing some kind of a manifestation meditation or a visualization. And number three, make sure you've got a journal and some kind of small, quick little journaling routine, which by the way, just a quick hit, these three things take no more than 15 minutes to do. Mm -hmm. Don't stretch it out. You can if you want, but most athletes don't have the luxury. 15 minutes, put it aside to just focus. If you don't have 15 minutes, you don't have a life. Simple. Nighttime reload system. Number one, you're going to want to practice this 30 minutes before you intend to fall asleep. First thing you should be doing is some breathing. Second thing you can do is some journaling. And the third thing you should do before you're falling asleep is visualize so that you could subconsciously tune yourself for the next day.
Am I missing anything? No. Okay. So thank you so much for tuning into this. Um, really quickly, guys, like down below is linked one-on-one coaching. If you want to apply to work with us, our Moliteum pocket coach is linked there too. If you want to do some DIY stuff, there's also the Moliteum insider, which is completely free. It's our newsletter, but I will say this about our podcast as well. We don't promote this, you know, through paid ads or anything like that. We're really just here giving you the secrets that we use with all of our athletes. There's no hidden paywall or anything. All we're asking is for you to share. All we're asking for you to is to subscribe. It's to download. It's to leave us a review, which by the way, actually I should say this quick. We're running a quick little contest right now. If you click the link down below that says um, iPod or sorry, if it, that says podcast uh, contest, you can click a link down there. We're actually running it so that anybody who comes into our podcast leaves a review uh, subscribes. We're actually putting you into a contest and a draw to get a free one-on-one coaching session with either myself or Chris and three free months to the Mulletty and pocket coach, no catches, no hides. We're just, we're trying to blow this up as best as we can. So it's all in there. If you liked it, please leave a review, leave a rating. It helps us so much. Leave us a comment. We appreciate it so much. And if that's the case, we'll see you all in the next one.